I'm Elizabeth Pudwell. And I'm Vanessa Cassani. And we are The Meadow Report. So what we try to do is to bring to you, our listener, a modern take on the tribal method of communication where women would go out into the meadow and find their resources and bring it back to the tribe. And they always had a little story to share with whatever it is that they brought back. Go here, or they shared the information, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what we want to do is we want to bring to you, our listener, the cool things that we run into in our lives and share it with you. Yes, and we have a variety of guests that come to the podcast. Every week we have a guest. So recently we've interviewed um, Georgie Holbrook. She's a healer. And Ana Rojas Bastidas, who just opened up a swimsuit line. And then today we just finished a recording with Victoria Garcia. She's a, a photographer, yes, yes, and she's so cool. Very cool. That's what the Metal Report is. So listen to us. Yeah, and like and share and subscribe so that you can, you know, you'll know when new things come out. I'm Elizabeth Pudwell. And I'm Vanessa Cassani. And this is The Metal Report. And um, today, we it is October 12th, 12th, and we are recording. And we have a, a guest with us again, Gabrielle Baumeyer. When I met Gabrielle, she had a regular job, and somewhere along the line, um, she made a change. And now she has a really unique position. Her and her husband run this business together. And um, I want to introduce to you Gabrielle Baumeyer. Hi. It's good to be here. It's good to have you. So would you do us a favor and just tell us a little bit about your background, you know, maybe who you are and what you want to share with the listeners about who you are? Sure, sure. I'd love to. I've really been looking forward to this and and being able to share my story. It's... um, it's something I'm really proud of because I've come a long way. Uh, I come from corporate America. I actually got an engineering degree from the University of Texas and went into construction management and then have been in corporate America basically, I don't know, 15 years or so. Eventually ended up in the software business and uh, met my husband and he was in the finance business and uh, we have just a real passion for the community. Mm-hmm. And so he was on the board of a children's organization and we started to do 5Ks and triathlons and raising money for this one cause and we were able to build a team of people that every year for three years in a row were able to raise $100,000 for this charity. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, one day he just looked at me and said, you know what, we need to just build our own product and make our own rules and have this be something that we do to make an even bigger difference because we're doing it right now with one charity, but what if we expanded this to really to grow what we're doing and so since I had a software background I got a piece of paper out and drew up some specifications and we found a developer and we built this online platform and we call it Reason to Race and we give people an opportunity to do something that's healthy fun and team building and it mm-hmm. and it makes a difference for them but then when they're doing it for a cause and yeah. whatever cause that they'd like then it ends up being a great motivator and an accountability structure for them so they can choose any charity that they want and over time, we started the company in 2011, and we've now worked with thousands of people, and they've been able to make a difference with over 300 different charities and raise over four and a half million dollars. Wow! And so about wow. yeah, so about five years ago, we made the jump and left our corporate jobs and said, "Look, we're at an age, and we have the resources and time to be able to do this. So let's either do it now or not do it." And we jumped. And here we are. So I'd like to hear a little bit about that jump and what that was like. Did you guys jump together or at what point did you like, so you guys were both working Mm full-time jobs and building Reason to Race. Correct. So your weekends were spent at 5Ks and and your evenings are spent, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, marketing and. Yes, yes. And so 
it had become, again, we, I started, it was with 5Ks and triathlons. We started in 2007. Then by 2010, uh, I ended up doing the Ironman triathlon, and that was the big year that we said, look, this is, there's something here. Mm-hmm. People really want motivation and accountability. And, yeah. and so that year we discussed, okay, what if we, you know, we build the product and we just do it part-time for a little bit and we agreed okay we'll do this seriously for another year and then I decided to go part-time with my job at, to go down to 75% I was a remote employee for a software company in California and it was kind of easy for me to just ask for hey I want Fridays off mm-hmm. and then four four days after our official hey you can work part-time they do a round of layoffs at my husband's job Oh, wow. And we go, wait a second. Now we're going to be living off of one 75% salary. And it took me about five minutes to realize that that wasn't going to stop us. I said, yeah. look, we, w- we didn't make this decision for me to go part-time for the money. I mean, it was, a, it was look, this is our passion. This is our direction. And we've, we made this conscious decision. So let's just do it. And we'll live off of 75% salary for one year. And Bill, you work Reason to Race full-time. And... We'll see what we can do, and we agreed in December 31st we'd reevaluate our situation, mm-hmm. and that was now one year he had worked full time. And I honestly, Elizabeth, I thought he was going to say, you know what, let's not do this. It's not working for me. At the end of that year. At the end of that year, and what he actually said was, thank you, thanks for not, you know, being insistent that I go find some other job or something that I'm not going to enjoy, mm-hmm. because I've really enjoyed working for myself, working at home, and building something here. And that was the point where we said, all right, well, it's time for me to actually quit. And so then for the next year, I said, all right, we'll reevaluate after one year. We'll both be full time. We'll see how it goes. Because saying it was forever was just a bit much for me. Yeah. And then it was still going in the right direction. So the next December 31st comes, we reevaluate. And I said, okay, well, let's give it one more year. Every year, reevaluate. After three years of doing that, I said, okay, fine. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And quite frankly, that it was, quote, easy for me to make that decision because I could see over time we kept getting more and more people on board with what mm-hmm. we were doing. And I don't just mean the people who were doing the 5Ks and the triathlons. Those are great. Uh, don't get me wrong. That was wonderful. But it was more like community leaders were coming to us and saying, look, we really like what you're doing and we want to see you do it on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, in 2018, last year, we submitted for the... Dynamo Houston Dynamo BBVA Compass Small Business Award and we won that and so we were part of a contest that said look these are people out here making a difference in the community and part of the executive team of BBVA made the decision to actually give us that award because they realized that that, because they realized that uh, we were out there in the community making a big difference Mm -hmm. Uh, what did the award entail that contest social media voting it was a one-week voting thing, and, mm-hmm. and we just got the word out to everybody we knew and emailed and Facebook and basically took a week off to get the word out, and we won. And then it allows wow. you to grow your business Right, right. So we got a $10,000 grant from them, plus we got to meet with the executives of both organizations and hear their story of why they thought we would be a good candidate to mm. basically partner with because once you're a winner of that kind of award, you stay... Yeah. Right. Kind of part of the family, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You exactly. stay part of the family, exactly. and so it's been a real, um, a great opportunity. Not only because yes, we're connected with them, but it gave me a 
realization that people do honor what we do. It's like an affirmation, yeah. Completely, and we had more followers than I thought, Mm -hmm. uh, because we, my husband, his name is Bill, and we are very much, we're kind of in the background people, Mm -hmm. where we like to promote others and give others a limelight and, you know, be there for others to celebrate what they're doing, and at this point, when we're doing that contest, it was like, okay, now we got to talk about us. All right, yeah. well, let's see how that goes. And, <laughs> yeah. and then we did, and it ended up people were listening. <laughs> so it was it was really great. But That's, yeah. Yeah, no, because it's so interesting. It's like I know a lot of women that do, um, I just only work with women. It isn't that it's only women, but I do know a lot of women that, you know, have an idea and then, you know, create it. And right. then, you know, that the different places where that jump is made. You right, know? Mm-hmm. And, right you know all of the stuff that goes in it and you guys are a couple yes there isn't any like you know mm-hmm. no no someone left a, in corporate world yeah no 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 it was both of us and we've you know people ask us oh what's it like working with your husband yeah, or that like? they'll give us comments of oh i could never do that and i said look i i really like the guy <laughs> i really respect him when i met him i was always just very impressed with his ability to to make things efficient and work and he's just he he has a great heart and I fell in love with who he is for people and with people and he's just real solid and so for me it's easy to work on I'll call this a project reason to raise it's easy for me to work on that with him because we're cut from the same mold and I just really trust him Uh and he trusts me and we just we collaborate really well and when he needs a space he needs a space and when I need mine I get mine and we have separate offices and email each other throughout the day meeting requests and mm. buzz each other on the telephone if we you know do some need something and then if we want to take a Friday off we do wow. <laughs> yeah it sounds really like great. it's enhanced the relationship oh a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah uh in fact I uh you know since our name is Reason to Race I obviously have a an affinity for running, walking, racing, and whatnot. And I mentioned I did the Ironman triathlon, and every so often I'll go on my little runs. I'm actually doing a 10-miler on December 1st, and by the end of the run, I'm just thanking God just how fortunate I am and and the fact that I have a man like him to really empower me and to work with me at this level to have me make my dreams come true. Mm -hmm. And then we realize our dream is actually to to do something together for others Mm -hmm. and we've been able to build a product off of it Mm -hmm. that's not very common you know and then nobody tells you what it is to run your own business yeah and so to be able to work with Bill and to be able to just really trust his instinct and he trusts mine and keep focused on who this is really about and that it's about others, then it makes the decisions pretty easy. Is there, like, one part of the business that neither one of you wants to do? Uh, you know, we're not too keen on doing all the social media, and it got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you really, really do. And funny thing is, our work is actually very social media rich mm-hmm. super super rich so it's not like there's this it's know, not a, you're not in a desert like, yeah not like you know. we don't have content right, right. yeah not like we don't have content but it just it there's that machine that really has to keep going and so yeah. we kind of go back and forth do we hire somebody do we not because we both like meeting with people we like hearing what the different missions and and visions are of the different charities and and we also work with companies, and so we'll go in and work with a company that says, look, we want our employees involved in something that's healthy and fun and team building, 
and we want to make a difference in the community and so we say great we have that package for you like we just worked with a bank that did a bowling event and they had you know 40 of their people go out and bowl and they picked five charities and raised you know seventeen thousand dollars for these charities so it's it's really fun to be able to go and create that with companies but then you got to talk about it on social media <laughs> so then yeah. we we do it and uh, we always get great responses but to answer your question yeah that's probably the one so you may have covered it at the beginning, but where did this idea come from? I know you said that you would race a lot, sure. but how did it just even come to mind? Yeah, well, it um, it was actually a longer process than I talk about usually because um, to back up just even more a bit, my husband mentioned he worked in a financial company, and yeah. they created a foundation with their company, and their foundation was focused on alleviate, alleviating genocide and oppression in the world. So the gentleman who made that company said, look, I'm going to give 50% of our profits every way, every year away to charity. Wow. And they funneled it through their foundation. And so when I met Bill and we started dating, and he's working at this company. I'm thinking, are you guys for real? Like, you really do this? Like, you, you really care about care what's going on much? in Africa? Really? Like, wow. any company that gives away 50%. I know, 50% is a lot. And so when Bill and I started dating, I guess it was the early 2000s, that's when kind of the seed was planted of gosh, what is it like to really make that kind of impact right. and to dedicate your life and to find something that enables you to make that kind of impact? And so for the next eight years, I was kind of searching, you know, what do I do? And you know, I knew women that got into different types of businesses and I tried this, that, and the other and nothing kind of stick, but stuck. But at the end of the day, I started to do these triathlons for charity. And then Bill just one day says, look, well, why don't we just build our own product? And I had a software background and Mm-hmm. Were you always wanting to be a, no. a, an entrepreneur? No, no. you wanted to no, work no, for. No. no, I come from a long line of business owners. We have Mexican food restaurants in Austin, mm. and I grew up seeing how hard that was. And I said, "This is yeah, not. No. This is not for me." Thank you, Corporate America, for being available to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go work for you, somebody at Corporate America, and I'm going to get a job or and get a paycheck every two weeks, and I'm going to make it really easy. And so part of the, you know, when you fast forward back to 2014, 15, when I made the jump, it was tough because I said, wait, I've never, I'm not supposed to be an entrepreneur. I, yeah. I need that security. I got to know that the money's coming in. And, but it was like all paths led there. It, it's, it was in right. my blood or something. Yeah. So it's no, different. I was always saying never. So be careful when you say never. Yeah, I know. I'd never be an entrepreneur. I'd never have my own business. I'd never, never, never. And then. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. So who's your teacher? Like, who's your life teacher? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. I um, I have several. I grew up with my grandparents, so I was actually around older people quite a bit when I was younger. And I watched my grandmother work really hard. She had the business, the, the, um, the, Mexican, the Mexican food yeah. restaurant. Yes, and she didn't drive, and so I would drive her to work, and... I just watch her just work a lot and have a real strong work ethic and uh, really care about the people that she served. Mm-hmm. Granted, she was serving them tacos, mm-hmm. and she was serving them tacos with her full heart. That yeah. was just or it could that's be how better. Grandma was like, yes, that's, that's how they do it. <laughs> and so I, I watched her just light up when she would, I don't know, go to Dillard's or go to J.C. Penney or wherever it was and see her customers there, and she was just so excited about that. Mm. 
connection with mm-hmm. people no matter where she was in Austin. And the funny thing is, is now wherever I go, I see people that I know through my business. And oh, so really? it's like, it's just, it's like the domino effect or something wow. um, that she's been a real, uh, a big, strong influence on me. So it's an interesting, you know, answer because you're, when we're talking about the social media, I get the sense that you would rather not, um, like your, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but your stance on social media is to promote Others. reason to race and what the business is and not you. Right. And yet the most value that you get is the connection between yes. the client or the isn't customer. That, isn't that wild? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like the two sides to... Is it? Yeah. Is it evolving? Are you changing a little I'm, bit? I'm or? getting more used to it, uh-huh. and as a matter of fact. Does uh, it just, just feel like, like you're too out there, like everybody, everybody can see your underwear drawer? You know? um, it's, it's more like, uh, I, you might not be able to gather this from me. I mean, we've known each other for a while, and of course, Vanessa, you and I have just met, but I'm actually an introvert. Mm-hmm. And so, though I do great in public, and though... When I connect with people, it does feed me at some level. My default is to be at home watching television or sleeping or just being disconnected. It's the strangest thing, but it must not be the path that I'm supposed to go because we've obvi- we're obviously doing this. And so I am getting more used to the fact that, yeah, I am the face. And like I mentioned, the Houston Business Journal awarded me the Women Who Mean Business I, would, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So oh, sure. um, she brought um, the Houston Business Journal with her. Is it October? Uh-huh, the month the of October? October 4th edition. And, um, you know, because she was at, awarded the Outstanding Leaders in Nonprofit Award. And tell us, like, what the sure. nature of the contest is or the... Sure, sure. This is the fourth year that they've done it. And just like the name implies, it's about women who mean business. And so it's just an opportunity for them to acknowledge women who have made strides in different arenas. So they have the energy sector, they have the finance sector, a sector, sector, hospitality, and then nonprofit. And so we found out on October 3rd when they did the gala that there were 65 women who were awarded. I was one in a category of nine people, but there were 500 submissions. Wow. And so it was uh, quite a quite an opportunity, quite an honor to be in that arena mm-hmm. of women who have apparently made a mark in mm-hmm. the Houston community and it was really great when they announced who won I guess it was a couple months ago I started to get emails and phone calls because people apparently read the Houston Business Journal go figure and a print, me. A print media and, and then <laughs> they took the time to get their phone or their email and write me a note that said congratulations well deserved wow. and, and then we did the big announcement and you know we got some more uh, kudos and whatnot but yeah That's it's awesome. um I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting used to it Elizabeth I'm mm-hmm. getting used to the fact that you know this is actually my purpose in life that this is uh, I've been giving I've been given these skills and talents and ability and you can even say the charisma or the likability that people, oh that's apparent definitely that people yes. want to be a part of what we're doing and then as long as Bill and I are real focused about what the purpose is of what we're doing then people get on board with that and they want to be a part of it because what we found is that people really do want to make a difference people people want to matter mm-hmm. people want to do something and they know that they've made their mark and so what we've developed is a model that's pretty easy for them to plug into you know just come 
come walk. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do it for the dog charity or if you want to do it for the cancer charity or if you want to do it for something else, that's completely fine. But we want you to be expressed in that, whatever it, whatever it might be for you. And we'll help you along the way. And then we talk, like I said, with leaders of companies and larger nonprofits, smaller nonprofits. And mm-hmm. we just give people an opportunity to find out who they are and what they want to do. That's awesome. So yeah. you've taken something, you know, from a very small seed and grown mm-hmm. it. And um, y- yes, you have a partner, but just as a woman in business and growing mm-hmm. something, what what would your teacher say to women entrepreneurs or women want to be entrepreneurs? Oh, that it matters who you surround yourself, who who you surround around you. Mm-hmm. I, so if I were to say that any of my success, you know, I can't, I can't speak for Bill, and obviously I've surrounded myself with this guy who's amazing. He's my life partner. And I so love the way your uh, face lights mm-hmm. up when you talk about him. It's really him sweet. <laughs> I love him a If lot. you're I listening, really Bill, him. I just want to say that. <laughs> uh, and so just surround yourself with people who are very like-minded, and you know who those are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like was being said before, that your intuition, and, and you know who those people are who are genuinely interested in uh, doing good things yeah. with others and for others. And the, and the more I'm in this business, I'm finding it easier and easier to find out who those people are right. faster and faster. At the beginning, it was kind of the, oh, yeah, I'll trust anybody. and oh Yeah, because yeah, you, you want their business, right? You yeah. a contract. No, no you do. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. And so no, it doesn't. The message I would say is just surround yourself with people who uh, you know are for you. And I've been very, very privileged, very blessed to have those people around me. We're not doing this alone. Like, yes, Bill and I are the kind of the torchbearers, I guess you could say, but it's just we're carrying a message that other people want to hear, and then they see an easy way to be involved in it, and so it's an easy yes for them. I like that aspect of it, and I did from the beginning when you first introduced me to the concept of what you do, is that Mm -hmm. how easy you make it for them. Yes. You know, I love that part of it. It's um, a common, you know, thread among, if you're, you know, getting started in business, make it easy for your client, you know, so I love that part of it. I think it's brilliant. Yes. And um, it does probably allow you guys to have a bigger reach and the whole you know, the average Joe in, you know, as right. well as, you know, the corporate America, it's a great appeal there. Yeah, it's it's great you mentioned that because sometimes when we meet with people, I, I've learned to preface it with, look, this is going to look easy. And it actually is. And this is not complicated because all we're doing here is tapping into what people already have in their hearts. Mm-hmm. And we have, obviously we have the system, the software, and that's easy to use because I come from software. I'm not going to make something complicated. So it's literally like hit this button, hit this button here, and you're you're good. Yeah. Export data. It's not very, yeah. the, you know, the technical side's not very difficult. And so what we're just tapping into is people's hearts that already want to do something. And so if you give them a product that's not difficult and then you give them the event that they don't have to produce, they can literally just plug into something that's already going on, Yeah. then all the effort really is, hey, let's just round out the forces and bring everybody together and we have partnerships with these 16 different events all around town and we get to bring our charity runners up on stage and acknowledge them for their efforts and it's this ready-made system in a box and so when I talk to people I literally say look this is going to sound too good to be true and I promise it's true 
And if you really want to just try something that could really work for you, I promise you, you won't. You mm-hmm. won't regret having me in your office for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be glad, I promise. That's so awesome. is this... I'm I'm picturing you doing this like are you cold calling mostly or how does how do you market? Yeah, great question. Uh, a lot of it is through referrals. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is through referrals um, because we get referrals from the events with whom we've partnered, so the triathlons and the five Ks. So we're the charity presence at the events, and so people meet us that way. So that's a, a referral source. Uh, but then it's also you know, get, kind of get your head around this one. There's twenty thousand charities in Houston alone. Mm. We've worked with 300 of them. So we have a little bit of room to grow there. Once we meet people who are in that charitable space, they tend to know multiple well, charities. Right. Uh-huh. Yes, they do. Like and so yeah. then it becomes a look, if you know a charity that needs to raise do- some dollars, they should spend 20 minutes on the phone with me. It's a very easy mm-hmm. like hey, here talk to Gabrielle. At minimum she can give you some ideas. And so I actually track our referral. I'm an engineer by study, so I'm. I like the numbers. You want the spreadsheets numbers. and yeah. <laughs> I just love them. It's like I do math on my spare time, and so I track the referrals that come in and the percentage that closes. And so, you know, if I have in any given month or however long of a period of time, if I have 40 referrals come in, 20% of them will close. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to get on the phone with the people, and and sometimes when we meet them in person too. I like to do that as well. Uh, but then I also have been uh, applying for speaking engagements as well. So just recently I went to San Antonio and I spoke at the No Need Among You conference. And so it's a lot of church leaders and nonprofits that come together. And I was able to lead a workshop on creative ways to fundraise. Mm. And so that was a great That's experience awesome. for wow. me. Yeah, about 30 people in a room. And there's this one lady who just gets up afterwards and says, you know what? I don't know what it is about you, but you're different. And I said, well, I'll take that as a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she said, I haven't ever heard this concept before, and it just sounds really, really great. And mm-hmm. I want to talk to you more. And I said, okay, that, great. What is your mission? You know, and when we just start talking about what they do and how we can help. So do you have a favorite charity right now? Or yeah, one what is like, your mission? I do, yeah, I do. do. It's called Cherish Our Children Cherish Incorporated. Our children. Yeah, Cherish Our Children. So... The mission is to give children an opportunity to have a voice and to be heard and to affect the lives of vulnerable children. And so um, in, in Houston specifically, we work with kids of incarcerated parents mm. because statistics show if your parent has been incarcerated that you'll end up, You're gonna end right up there, down mm-hmm. that pathway. And so we've been able to do a lot of work to kind of flip the statistics of, you know, instead of 95% of them going into incarceration is 95% graduating high school Mm. and so they're the ones that I always do my yearly 5k my yearly event for that charity they're the ones that I did the Ironman triathlon and raised $25,000 for them and they're a great motivator for me wow yeah so anything with kids yeah about it yeah, of course, and dogs. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you have. I, I mean, we October is usually, um, you know, five k event city. Sure. Like, I mean, the season is starting. Right. What do you have coming up? Uh, we have several events. So we have a Rudolph Run December seventh. So we have a, a group of people who are going out to do that one. We have a Sugarland five k, ten k out at the Skeeter Stadium. 
the HMSA Classical. They have a 25K and a five mile, and I'm doing the 10 miler myself. So at all these events with whom we've partnered, I don't do all the running, but at this one on December 1st, I'm doing the running. <laughs> oh, wow. So yes, in fact, I did my four mile run this morning thinking about, okay, <laughs> six more miles. Oh, I don't know if can I can I do, do that. that? Yeah. Because I, you know, it's once kind you, of amazing you what don't you're able to do. It, yes. You, lose you do. It. Yeah, you do. But yeah. you can also um, stretch it and, and build strength there. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, and then on January 1st, the Run Houston Race Series kicks off their series of five events for the year. And on January 1st, there's a 5K. And it inevitably has like 1,500, 2,000 people because everybody is ready to make those New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So yeah. come on out on New Year's Day. And yeah, uh, it's, it's really great. And so one of the, the things that's really unique about our race partnerships is that they offer donation money they they give to charity but what they do differently is they don't just give that money to one charity so i might have five different charities that each have two runners that are raising money for their respective charity and whoever the highest fundraisers are they'll get that money that the race director has set aside Mm -hmm. and so it's a little contest that says hey if i raise more money than stephanie does and stephanie raises more money than david does well then they're going to get more money because they raise more Mm-hmm. And so it's a neat contest. It's an incentive. That, yeah. uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, and in, a, in, in one year I did the, did the math, of course. We had about $50,000 of prize money just kind of in these, kind of dispersed throughout these events because the race director set aside those funds. Uh, in that given year, the fundraisers actually raised 450000 because the pot and the the carrot wow. was fifty grand, wow. yeah. But then, in order to raise, to yeah, get that to money, get that, you got to raise yes, exactly. money, uh-huh. and so it becomes this great enabler that just has people rally around it, and they raised almost half a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. And so what we're what we're always looking to do is to raise that pot of money yeah. and have it be bigger, be uh-huh. larger, because again, if you do the math, if I have two hundred fifty thousand in that bucket, then it means I could have two million raised in one year, two and a half million or whatever it might be. So that's part of our our goal because ultimately we want the nonprofit community and the for-profit community to work more effectively Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. So if I can work with a company and a company brings 100 people to come raise money for charity and they look at the charities that are listed on our website and they go, oh yeah, these 10 are great. Well, now I just brought so much value to my charity partners and they didn't have to go find those people. I found them for them. Mm-hmm. And then the company, they have a mission and a and a desire to make mm-hmm. a difference, and so we give them the the menu of options to do that. Wow! Yeah. So you, where do people find you? How could they find you and get in touch with you sure. if they wanted to? Sure. So we have a website, and it's reasontorace.com. Reason and then the number two race.com. And there they'll see a list at the top of all of our nonprofit partners. They click a button and they see all the ones that are working with us now. And then at the bottom, there's a list of all of our events. And so my charge to people is always, okay, you want to get healthy? You want to mm-hmm. lose maybe a, a pound or two? Who knows? But uh, you want to do something that's good for you and for others. And, and be outside. And be, and be out in the community. Choose one of our partner events. Choose one of our charities and see how doing something for others really motivates you to play big. That's awesome. And is there a way on your website to, if if they were a corporation and they wanted to, like, um, have an event? Also, yes. So 
Also on our website at the footer, there's a button that has get the Get Involved section. So it's for individuals, for nonprofits, for event directors, and for corporations. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're a nonprofit and you want to raise funds, you should get in touch with Reason yeah. to Race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we can come up with creative ways that might not even be race-related. It could be something else that they want to do. That's another yeah. You little said bit bowling, of a mis- you know. Yeah, a little bit of a, a misnomer sometimes for us is when we sit down and talk with people. Maybe they don't want to do five Ks. Maybe they want to do something else. Well, we've designed the programs and the system such that it's flexible enough that you can really do, you do anything, any kind of event oh, that you okay. want. That's awesome. Right? Vanessa's like, oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yes, that part <laughs> right. is there as well. That's her her, her so, brain is ticking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's really cool. I love what you're doing. Um, what do you need? Oh, I need for more people to just know about us. So having opportunities like this to share mm-hmm. our story and to, to get it out. And as you run into either corporations, either small businesses, large businesses, or any nonprofit, again, they want to do something that's creative, fun, and unique in the community and have fun doing it and have others involved in their circle be a part of it mm-hmm. then it's worth a 20 minute phone call with us for sure yeah awesome yeah well thank you thank you're very welcome thank you awesome. absolutely appreciate it hope you come back i will okay Okay, until next time, if you guys have any questions, please email us at themeadowreport at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook and Instagram at The Meadow Report. It's always helpful to like and share and subscribe um, and leave us a review.